All right, here we go. Podcast. Hey, here we are now. Podcast number three. Scott, way to go. Thank you. We got some people listening. Over 100 downloads. Oh, come on. Let's celebrate to it. Not so over. That was an exaggeration. Almost 200. I'm good at exaggerations. They tell me. (laughs) That's because we're. Yellows, if you're in. Oh um, yeah, triple if, yellow, triple threat, y'all. Yeah, Let's go. And, and if um, you don't know, we have a special guest, uh, Scott. Who's our special guest? This today? is Blake Lawson. He's Hello. the intern. Mm. He's been with us for eight months. No, like, <laughs> like seven, he said, six or seven. He go, no, man. <laughs> I don't think so. Seven? Right? Oh, seven. So I was off a month. Well, dude, I don't know, man. But you're via. Aloha. Yes. Mr. Aloha. Why did, I, why did I make a, a Hawaii Mexican sounding? Aloha. Well, that's because I'm obviously Mexican, and <laughs> <laughs> you might have been just playing that hey, up. Racist. Yes, you're not. No, I'm not. No, I was going to say. So, all right, so seriously, I mean, I guess we'll get into who you are, what's going on, but before we get there, I'm sorry, Blake. It's been a crazy day. I didn't get but like three hours of sleep last night. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, and and and. We have something similar, Scott, because I understand you had a little incident yesterday. Because we're mechanics. Yes. If you didn't know this, mm. yeah, we have yes. mechanics. This is a mechanic skill. show. Yes. So basically, my son's truck broke down. This is extra. This is backstage with Simple Church. Mm-hmm. It's real. And uh, he needed to get his fuel uh, pump changed. Uh, I thought it was gonna be a little quick job. I, I've watched the YouTube. So hi YouTube, because we're on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, this is easy. Not so much. Not so much. Eight hours later, everybody Good. had to remove the whole bed of the truck. Are you take serious? the bed of the truck off. Yes, all these bolts. Okay, drop the gas tank. Turn the gas tank. Other. I mean, horrific. So at two thirty a.m., this is the best part. I didn't tell you earlier. Uh, I go to test the truck. So I've prayed through the night because there were many uh, opportunities to cuss in this event that I hmm. withheld. Really? I know. That, that, may, that is shocking to yes. really the people that know me. But it was because cuss. I was needing a connection with the Lord, so I felt like it was going to be very disrespectful. So mm. I was trying to be in that moment like, all right, Lord, i got to have you, and I'm sorry, because I was at my wit's end. But I finally got everything kind of put together. My brother said, make sure you check for leaks. I have to check for leaks. So I started up. This is 2.30 a.m., by the way, in my garage. It won't start. I take a lap. I just have to get out and just walk around the yard at 2.30 a.m. Because I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel, son. I, if this thing don't work, I am going to be cussing so loud. The neighbors, <laughs> Jesus. He will he will disown me. Here's the best part because I've known you for so long. I can see all this in my so head. So I'm I'm lapping the yard. And I'm like, I just worked all night to get the and it didn't work. So anyway, so I take a lap, I come back in, and I prayed, and in boom, it fires off. Oh man. And I was like, Yes, yes. So I'm so excited that I'm letting the car run to make sure it's gonna run. It sets off all the carbon monoxide detectors in my home. Oh my goodness. All four dogs, four other people, my three kids and my wife. Boop! 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 <laughs> and all I'm like going, oh my. So I'm running around trying to get it. I finally get it shut off. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. So, I, but anyway, I made it because then I had, to, I was late. We're actually 
recording this in the afternoon, typically That's or true. morning, and I had given you a hard time. And on behalf of my ugliness, I apologize. It's okay. You know, because it's just flexibility. Exactly. But can you give me your mechanic story? Because that's my little no, brief mechanic story. But behind the scenes with Simple Church, Scott Odom, mechanic extraordinaire. So mm-hmm. part of what I do is I do some minor vehicle maintenance at the office. We have a, a big white Dodge that the hood mm-hmm. holders, because I don't know the technical name for them. But anyway, I think hood holders is appropriate. Yeah. That's the, my it's probably that's hinges. Yeah, hinges. Hinges. Hood, hood holders. Yeah. Hood hinges. Holders. So they're they're hydraulic, so and they mm. hold they hold open the hood while you're working up. But they had gone out. Well, when I opened the hood, the old ones were keeping it up. So yeah. I thought, great. So I take out the old one <laughs> from the driver's side, yeah. and that hood falls, and it's a big Dodge Ram 3500. And so you're a small a, guy. Well, but it's well, it's a big hood. <laughs> Small guy, big hood. It's Small Scott's guy. autobiography. I like it. <laughs> Please join us. Of... Look for Scott's mm. next book. Big Small guy, guy big Small hood. Small guy, big hood. <laughs> but, so this hood falls. I get out of the way. This is yesterday? This is yesterday. I'm so this sad. Is, I, was, I missed this, this by like five, three minutes. Yeah, this is five o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon, so everyone at the office is pretty much gone. And I got out of the way except for this hand. It looks good, though. It does, but my right hand got stuck. And in the I hood. Couldn't, could not get it out. I was stuck. <laughs> stuck in the hood. And so I was literally hey, stuck in the hood. It was like Scott in the hood, dog. Well, oh, and yeah. it slammed yeah. so hard. Yeah. Big Scott that in the, the hood, hood. Yeah, yeah. The the hood latched. Like, that's how hard it slammed, that the hood closed so and who latched. Got you, who, who, who'd you get so out? So Caleb, Caleb just happened to be right there, and I was throwing stuff at the window, <laughs> and he heard it. Because <laughs> we have these glass doors. Oh, and he came goodness. out, and I was like... Hey, <laughs> hey! I'm just stuck in the hood. You yeah. couldn't make this story up. So though, the so. so the kid from Hong Kong got the guy right. from the hood. Yeah, and so then I right smartly there. though I was That's like a Hallmark movie for I you. was like, hey, hey, can you hold the hood so I, when I take the other one out, it doesn't slam on Come me. Come on, again. Now, let's give a little round of applause, Scott. Good job. Come on. And applause it's for fixed. Caleb too. It's yeah, fixed. Caleb. Yeah, good, good job, K Walk. All right, all right, so now back to Blake. See, sorry, that's that's why you go backstage with Simple Shirts. Mm-hmm. Extra stories. Mm-hmm. Little lanyap. Little lanyap, as we like to say. That mm-hmm. was Southwood's, uh, my high school's, of newspaper. The lanyap. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, Blake, tell us, you're here. I am here. And uh, you got here via Hawaii. Via Hawaii. I'm Mr. Hawaii, Mr. Aloha. <laughs> I've been here Mr. like six months. You're not That's Hawaiian. Now let's make sure you. Oh, you're you not Mex- you're not Mexican and you're not Hawaiian. Man, I'm Mr. UN. They call me around the around <laughs> the. Big what is hood. UN? Nobody. United Nations, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> around the old office. Yes. Okay. Me and my fellow uh, Asian, Mr. K. Walk. Yeah. We we get along great, Mr. UN. <laughs> What is he doing? I don't know, this man. Is, yeah, welcome to my world. This is Blake. Yeah, this I'm is not Blake. even on any meds this time. I understand. Thank <laughs> God. Do you need to quantify? Not quantify. That would probably not right. That yeah. would be a number thing. Mm-hmm. Do you need to explain why you're not on meds? You're talking about cold medicine. Cold I should medicine. probably yeah. Cause yeah, because if your parents are listening, they would think your my son moved to Louisiana. They shot him up with and they shot him up with <laughs> something. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, yeah, so me and Scott, we briefly tried to shoot a podcast on, what was it, Saturday? It was Saturday. And, um, I just came back from Juarez. We were in Mexico a little bit ago, and, uh, 
you know, towards the end of the trip, I wasn't feeling fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fight this off before I get sick because I really cannot afford to get sick. Oh, yeah. You got things to do. I got, you know, I'm hustling out here. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so, you know, (laughs) I was trying to, I was on a bunch of meds. I was trying to fight off getting sick. And... Oh, my goodness. You said you were like a what? Did you tell me? I was riding a Tiger made a lightning. (laughs) (laughs) That's motherfucking... He said... Scott, it made no... That podcast is in the trash. It made no sense. Uh, Not only was he on cold medicine, but Mm -hmm. he also drank a bang, which is one of those big... Yeah, caffeine. And then... But he took DayQuil on top of that. Yeah. Well, I watched that happen. I was... That's so, the cold cocktail. Yeah, so I'd like, they, I would go, did. hey, you're from Hawaii. And he'd go, have you ever been to the moon? <laughs> I mean, nope. Well, listen, all right, let's get on track because we were told we have to get on track because mm. some people don't like all this foolishness. Okay. But well, tell us if you do. Please post and tell us. You like yes. foolishness or you want inform- real information, real mm-hmm. questions. But I've known uh, Blake's family forever. Uh, his dad, I jumped out of an airplane with your dad, which is pretty cool. Really cool. Me and Amy worked together at the same church for my dad's many... birthday today. Happy birthday, hey, happy dad! Happy birthday! He's turning fifty-five. Come on, happy man! Happy birthday, Five, five double Thirty-two nickel. for the twenty-third time. I can't drive fifty-five. <laughs> That's my Sammy Hagar. I like that. that was it's good. a little high, but I'll bring it down. Fifty-five Sammy, double Sammy nickel. Yeah. Way to go, yeah. Kelly. Mm-hmm. He's doing good. Awesome. All right. So anyway, we've known each other a long time, but you're new to the intern, so you have questions as well. About simple church, or and you put them in a little black book, which I'm very impressed I do. with. This is my little. He took notes. Japanese German. Well, book. Amber had some notes. He yeah, he brought the same book last time. Did he? Mm-hmm. Didn't stay on track, but he brought it. <laughs> but he was a tiger riding lightning or whatever he said. I couldn't read it. It was like, what the heck are these hieroglyphics the, I wrote? All the letters were moving. So. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, yeah. all right, so. You're new. I mean, have you had fun at Simple Church so far? You've been here seven months. I've I, had a lot of fun. It seems like you have. Because yeah. you've been a fun guy to be around, that's for sure. Oh, man, I, that's what I like to hear. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't think uh, the cold medicine is, you know, not necessary because you're I'm a tiger. I'm sure it was fun. I don't really remember it. You're a tiger riding lightning all the time without cold medicine. Oh, you already know that. It's true. But, yeah. So, anyway, what's probably, I'll ask you a question first. What's probably the thing that sticks out the most uh, as far as being different, when you go, man, we kind of, I came to Silver Church, and this is probably the biggest thing that jumped out at me. Um, because you've very, grown up in church, you've been in church. I've grown in church. Ch- I've grown up in church. I've been uh, serving, you know, to some capacity as a leader in middle school ministries and high school ministries, pretty much since I was like a freshman in high school. How old are you and, now, um, by the way? They don't know that. I'm 19. Uh, yeah. You're not 19. I'm fresh. I'm 19. <laughs> um, I turned 19 no, in January. It was the way you said it too, like. I'm 19. So you had, this is a, a uh, what do they call it, a gap year you're This taking. is a gap year. Mm. Uh, I graduated last year, so instead of, I wasn't feeling super comfortable with just charging into college without any really trajectory. So, you know, I kind of chose this year to come over here and cool. uh, pursue ministry and see if this was what was yeah. my thing. I mean, this what's been cool about that, I've heard people taking gap year, but when Robin kind of coordinated with your mom, Amy, and they were kind of talking all that. I was like, man, that would be a really, really cool thing. And mm-hmm. you, and just to, for those that don't know, he really has been a ton of fun, a blessing. You've been a blessing, brother. Thank you. That's what I like to hear. Brother, you've just been a huge blessing. This has been one of the coolest years, for real, that of my life. Why? Well, what, what made it that way? Um, I think I didn't really know what to expect from, you know, we... You guys know you were a part of a church staff before this, yeah. and it's you know it's more tra- definitely more traditional than what we do, and um, 
And Why are you laughing, Scott? Yeah, oh. yeah. Come on, get it together, you big bag of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> big bag of nothing? Remember, that's what <laughs> he's got to go there. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad. You're, it's too easy. But uh, thank you, thank you. No, it's that's your host. That's the podcast host. No, I only do that because you know I love you, Scott, and, uh, and we, we have a good you. time. All right. So anyway, what is it? What is it about that's why it's been um, so good? I think, you know, I knew Robin and Evan forever. Actually, Robin was the person I went to when I wanted to get baptized. And That's I remember cool. having that conversation in her office at First, uh, First Baptist, which was our, yeah. you know, our old church. And uh, I was like, man, I had no idea I was going to be serving, you know, alongside her but someday. And how old were you when you did that? Gosh, I was second grade. So... Wow. However old second graders oh. are. <laughs> They're about this so old. Eight. Yeah, like this old. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the YouTube. This I don't man. know. I'm holding my hand up. I don't know. No, yeah. they're probably higher than that. They're probably Something three like or that. four feet off the ground. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I was that old. That's cool. And uh, yeah, here I am. And it's been a lot of fun, for real. Well, we're, you've, you've, been, you've been a lot of fun. So. We're grateful. Yeah. Because yeah. he's fun. I mean, the thing is, is you can see now, I mean, we all grew up in church. Most of us. I mean... I mean, me and Scott have, but I mean, even most people on the staff. But to do it differently and to have a good time is a value. It's maybe not written on the walls or in a purpose statement, but it's mm-hmm. definitely something that I think we live out. For sure. You know. So give me something. All right, give me questions for me. Any questions of that you have? You've got your black book. Let's okay. put it to you. Because the little... reason, the purpose, again, this is the third. He's the third newest staff member. We mm-hmm. figured that out, third podcast. So we're just asking random questions to try to help the people that are new to the Simple Church, they want to know a little bit more about it. So what's your question, big okay. dog? Um, okay, so my first question is going to be, it's what I wrote is what led you to want to work full-time at the Simple Church, but since y'all started it, I, you know, I would say what, since you were already working at a church, what made you decide to want to think about branching out and making a different church? That's a good question. We've talked a little bit about it in some of the first ones, so I'll try to take a little different approach on that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing is... Uh, to attempt to do it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great churches, and I've said this before, across the country in this area, but being my hometown and having the chance to travel and see other people do great things that we admire, Judd Wilhite, Central Christian, uh, Andy Stanley, you know, Rick Warren. I mean, we could go a long list. Ed Young, Jr., Dallas. All of these big towns had cool, different ways to do it. Like, for example, even out there in uh, Hawaii, you know, y'all mm-hmm. have a great great way of doing church, different thing. But in our area, we just wanted to try to do something that was unique to Shreveport Mosier, and that's kind of along the way, uh, I guess you'd say, that I like to enjoy life. I mean, you want to have fun. You want to be able to enjoy church. I don't want to go, oh, my gosh, it's another day. So, you know, the music choices to the length of the, pro, you know, to the service and all that stuff. But when it really comes back to it, if I was being absolutely honest, it's probably – all of the things I didn't like from the majority of my life and to have an opportunity to try to do something different mm-hmm. is what probably pushed me. It was like, man, you know, I grew up in a small Baptist church. I mean, so we're talking, I don't mean my brother probably, I don't know, 100 people maybe, less. I mean, <laughs> there may have been 100 on the roll and 40 showed up or 30 were there. Golly. So it's like small. So you can imagine we had, you know, a piano and an organ and that was it. Well, no, we didn't have an organ. I don't think. I remember a piano, but I don't even know if we had an organ. But that's the thing. It was just like, oh, my gosh. And I was talking to a guy yesterday. Went ate lunch with a 
guy that uh, Greg, another one of our friends, he said, man, can you go eat with this guy? And he was talking about he's in a, cur a current traditional church, and he was kind of struggling through all that. I was like, look, a lot of people love it, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a cool way to do it. But when you're trying to find something different or you know that there seems to be an opportunity to do something different or more, then uh, you want to try that. And I had always hoped we'd do it, but those are some of the things that pushed me. It was like, man, there isn't nobody doing it. I don't know where you can go do it. In our area, there wasn't. So those are, I mean, I guess that's it, Scott. I don't think I answered any different than the other two as far as, I don't want to relive what we did no, through yeah. the first one, no. but you know. No, no, no. It, it was good. But I think the key is, is, is definitely going back to there really wasn't anywhere in town that had the serve element that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of churches that obviously serve their community and do really well at that, but not quite to the level that maybe we do it. That's where it's it's basically all we do is we want to be servants and want to serve the community locally, globally. And so I think that's the one thing that sets us apart versus any other church that I've been a part of is that it's really more about getting out and what you can do for somebody else versus what we can do for you. Yeah, And I think that evolved to some degree so probably selfishly um it was probably more on the other direction of when we first started it really was some of the other practical things music and message and understandable and kind of you enjoyed wanting to go and it evolved into man there's a lot of needs in the community man there's a lot of people that could and when I grew up in church, definitely as a kid, we never talked about the outsider. We never talked about going to do anything. It was about you. It was about your family. It was insider focused. And then as I grew, uh, there were you know we had some little moments here and there. But I remember when, even when I was a student pastor, I think we went on one of the first out of the country mission trips ever from First Baptist that I knew of. When I got there in '93, they had never really done that. There wasn't anybody wow. doing that. So when we went to Mexico, I was probably was crazy. It was kind of stupid. I didn't know what I was doing. I went like nine hours into Mexico with a very small team of people in a Winnebago. I mean, that's just a wonderful time right there. Oh, yeah. Like, let's hope oh, we find yeah, that somewhere. Yeah, this will be You're awesome. This will be. I mean, like nine hours. Like, you see all this stuff in the news. I mean, everybody freaks out about doing anything now. And mm -hmm. <laughs> parents, thank y'all, whoever you are, remember, if we go back and remember, they were like, yeah, take my kids nine hours into the heart of Mexico in a Winnebago. Good luck. But that was Bo and Donna Ratcliffe and, um, mm -hmm. you know, Mesa. You know, they went. It was just a crazy time, but we had a good time doing it. And then God spoke and showed me things. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And it was mainly because it really wasn't about us. It was about us serving. Then they had an orphanage we were working with. We made adobe bricks out in the middle of nowhere to help a family build their home. And all the kids were like, this is better than any camp we've ever been to. This is better than yeah. any service we've ever had. And so it was kind of an early lesson back then. And then, ironically, uh, we were trying to do that more as a church. I mean, we were trying to figure that out as a student ministry, I have to say. And then when we launched Simple Church, we were like, man, those were the most impactful moments and times I had in my life. Impactful for you, impactful for the people in Mexico. Yeah, and you around. go, man, we, we, how many Bible studies? We, we all were studying the Bible. We were doing the Class 201 and all that stuff from Rick Warren and I mean, well, there was a great Bible studies and things going on, and they had small groups. And But the real thing that was a catalyst for change, I guess I'd say, is that when people were asked to do something beyond themselves that wasn't about them, that stretched them into something that was uncomfortable. And when it got uncomfortable, God did some pretty cool stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, man, we probably need to be uncomfortable more often. So we keep pushing for uncomfortable, although these chairs are very comfortable. These Scott. are very nice yeah. chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. <laughs>
He upgraded. We went yeah. from a, uh, I don't know what it was. It was a, a it was, IKEA couch. It was an Amazon couch, but basically yeah. IKEA yeah. couch. Well, we yeah. gave it to Caleb. Yes, who's, and he's very thankful. Yeah, you're welcome. It's in his yeah. living room right now. Yeah. Yes. can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, we just got distracted on that, but I hope no. that makes sense. What it's else just, you got? Uh, it's very interesting. I think talking about that because you know even right now, like uh, your brother John and you know Evan and Jonah, who I'm sure will be on the podcast, you know, pretty soon. Um, My brother's executive pastor. John, uh, that's John. Jonah is high our school high school pastor, and Evan is our middle school pastor. Yes. And right now we're going through uh, Purpose Driven Life, which is Doug Fields' book on how he... Purpose Driven Student Ministry would be Fields. Student Ministry, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going through, like, you know, just how you can make your youth ministry work better. And a lot of it we almost have to put into our simple church filter because, like, man, I don't really worry about coming to church and being like, oh, man, I got to, you know, do this and whatever. And, you know, you still have to, you know, deal with uh, all the stuff that everybody's got to deal with, like volunteers and, yeah. you know, difficult, you know, either if you have difficult parents or students or something. But really, this is, I feel like, different from every church I've ever been to or worked with. And a lot of good ways, a lot of, you know, not bad ways, but... <laughs> no, we want to know the bad way. Keep it real, bro. This is backstage no, with the yeah. Simple Church. I can think of a few bad ways. Well, yeah, we'll go into that in a minute. We'll say for your podcast, all right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep taking up Blake's time. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think it's really... I've really never seen any church that's so into, you know, walking like Jesus walked and being out in the community and doing, you know, doing good. Yeah. And, um... That's something I think that's been really cool to see and be a part of. It's pretty it's pretty unique when I look at like I remember you taking you to go see the uh put shoes on the feet of the kids in the public school. You know, we mm-hmm. wash their feet, give them a new pair of socks, a new pair of shoes, and you know, I just remember seeing you run around and all that and I'm thinking, how cool is it that at your age, nineteen, you had that experience? Because we didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why that's what I look back on now or I, and I hope that we continue to build on and you know, they had a big group go down to uh, Juarez, Mexico. Yeah, he just was got actually with us. When yeah, you got that. to go to Juarez. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been doing that for 25 years, something like that, 20 years, something. But in the process, it's like, man, look at that. That's pretty cool to hand a gift to a child or yeah. give a kid a, a pair of shoes because you can tell them you love them, but it's another thing to show them that you love them. And you can tell them about Jesus is another thing to show them Jesus. So it's pretty cool to get to to do that so i'm proud of you bro you did good man you're learning man you're getting out there and making it happen definitely not hard to you know feel good in times (laughs) like that because it's like i'm looking at them and they're feeling good and i'm feeling good yeah and oh my goodness it was one of the coolest experiences in my life and you know the shoes and mexico and we're going to honduras and oh man you ain't saying nothing a couple weeks yeah love love honduras that is the my favorite trip i've ever been on it's it's incredible yeah, My passport still ain't back yeah. yet, so here's hoping, but <laughs> might have yeah. to do some illegality. Yeah, oh, you'll get there. It'll yeah. it'll all work out. Yeah, but it is. It's 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 a powerful, wonderful trip, mainly because of the people of Honduras. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's incredible. I think you got a little tongue tied when they asked you to speak there at the well, well at the well dedication. You know, <laughs> Scott. Kind of, Scott really doesn't get tongue tied. I, I very don't often. get tongue tied, and I don't get emotional, and. Uh, they asked me to speak because uh, I am known as Oso Blanco, which is the Oso white bear. Blanco. Uh, maybe be pronouncing that wrong, but <laughs> yeah, probably so. Fair. <laughs> but the mayor was there, and all the people of the town, which it was a big town. They were probably two hundred people there with all their kids and everything. Yeah. And uh, I was fine, and I got up to speak, 
and the tears started coming, and I saw the little kids. And he don't wow. cry. Yeah, Scott's like, got a and heart. I'm, I'm talking heart. Like, I'm talking like <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing cry. And I think I said something to the effect of. Jesus brings the life to you, but we bring the water or something like that. It made no sense. Well, I mean, <laughs> as like cool a as... Uh, tiger riding lightning yeah. in that moment works. <laughs> as cool as Juarez was, I wasn't brought to tears by their giant uh, Buzz Lightyear speaking. Yeah, I will never forget it, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. There you, it's, Hola, it's, niños. That's why Señor Jesus, <laughs> me gusta. Hey, you did pretty good. Thank yeah. you. And his that's arms are like dragging on the, yeah. you know. Well, that's that's why you get it's culture. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. learning things. You're I seeing loved things. it. But I will say. It's two clowns running around. Mm-hmm. When I was in student ministry at 15, one of the, well, the two trips that stick out to me were the times we went to Nashville and did work in Nashville. Yeah, we roofed houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which was a great. Once again, it was just got you a little bit beyond yourself, got you a little uncomfortable, totally unsafe. Once again, yes. that's just the story of my life. <laughs> part of we it. put kids up on a roof you with know, no safety no harnesses, nothing. Well, safety Never harness. roofed a house before. Never what was this? This was the nineties. You didn't have safety harnesses. No, in the nobody 90s. cared. You had no, learning man. experience. Yeah, falling got, off a roof. We had people get hit in the head with bricks and hammers, yeah. and I got but a it's, nail stuck never, in my belly. Yeah, they've never. They never forget enough. it though. No. That's it. That's what Extra we're doing. So that's where the first time I think I ever really made you laugh hard. Yeah, it's a stiff, cold wind coming out of the... Yeah, it's a stiff north wind coming out of the east. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> what? Wow. Anyway, what beyond that... What does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. A tiger riding lightning. <laughs> there you go. Right. What else you got? Give me something else. Okay. I like the fact that you got a little black book. is pretty impressive. You know what? Okay. How small do you write? That's, oh man, that's tiny. a little tiny. But wow. we just yeah. put it on there so they can Get see. Get your readers on. How about yeah. the chicken? Watch scratch. our YouTube. What is our YouTube channel? The Simple Church. But I mean, is are these podcasts on that? That Not would just pre- yet, but we can get them up there. Oh yeah, that's what. I'm, what do I know? I don't even know what a podcast is. I asked him the first one. Now what are we doing? That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I got it now. That's number three. I'm a veteran. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, now nah, I can't read it. Yeah. If there were one thing about this job that you know now that you wish you'd known at the beginning, what would it be? Golly, man. He's like, I feel like I'm in the beauty pageant. Mm. Hey, man. It is what it is, you know? If there's one thing. You know, hold on. Let me think about that. If there's one thing that I know now that I didn't know then and I wanted to know that, what would that be? I think probably the biggest thing would be could have probably phrased that better in my mind. Well, no, I get it. I'm just trying to get it. I think I know what you're saying. It's like, you know, hey, you, you've learned something. What would you tell yourself or what would it? Yeah. You know, I think one of the things is is to enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, like I, at the beginning, you're so worried and you're so excited but stressed because you don't know it's going to work. You know, like so 12 years ago. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. 12, 12 years. years. Well, 12 now years. it'll be 13 years because we're in 2020. Goodness gracious. Wow. Yeah. Tripped out. Is you know we only had I mean literally like eighty people start and you know and so you didn't have, you know if you'd have money you didn't know if you'd have space you know we were meeting in a theater and we had to be out at a certain time because the movie was going to start so it was real so. rapid everything was real fast paced and so a lot of times I think early on I wish somebody and I probably tried to do this but didn't do it well it's like man enjoy the moment now there are moments that I did enjoy and mm-hmm. I'm very thankful I can remember our first baptism which would Again, a powerful moment of, you know, seeing somebody go public. And then our first simple church where we did it in Christy Rhodes' uh, parents' hot tub, which was crazy, having all these people get baptized in that hot tub and 
seeing them go public with that, and that was her husband, Jody, went was baptized oh, yeah. that night. It's just one of those things where I'm like, some of those things are burning your mind because it was a powerful God moment to go, hey, man, if this was it, if it was just this group of people, it would be enough. Mm-hmm. But now there's thousands of people have been baptized. It's I mean, crazy. you're kind of, like I look back and go, I can remember our first big baptism at Watertown. It was like 400 people or something like that baptized in one day. And I remember sitting there just watching all these people line up, you know, going, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so why I was telling the guy again yesterday at lunch, you know, he's asking about different things. I'm like, man, there's a lot of moments that, you know, you want to be in and you hope that you're in, but sometimes you're so focused on the job or the stress of it or making sure that you do it as best you can that you don't appreciate it. The good thing about pictures, the good thing about videos, the good thing about this podcast, it makes you think back and go, Wow, God's done a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, we've mm-hmm. had ten thousand people come to church on an Easter Sunday. That's wild. Yeah. So, like in Shreveport, in- Bossier, I don't, I don't think that's. I mean, it might have happened, so somebody could correct me, but I don't think it's ever happened. Ten thousand people in a severe thunderstorm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, some of them might be seeking shelter yeah. because yeah. I mean, I'm just seeking shelter from the storm. Yeah. No, it was really one of the craziest. I mean, we've had a couple. I mean, there was, there's been multiple years where, you know, you're looking at the CenturyLink and you're going. Man, there are thousands and thousands of people that God blesses us with this opportunity. That we have the opportunity that He trusts us with that opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's humbling. It's uh, yeah. powerful. It's amazing. It's awesome. Because we we don't go in all confident. Like, man, they're going to show up. We go in going. Well, I, hope I hope somebody, somebody shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and that from day one till this Sunday. You know. Yeah. You know I mean, you, you don't know. So it's weird. That's a weird uh, thing because we're also not a huge community. So, like, when you hear, like, numbers, everybody always wants to know numbers, and we don't talk a lot about numbers, but I'm only going back to those numbers for a sake of that was a mind-blowing moment for me mm-hmm. where if so you told me early on, like, man, be in that moment. And I can remember I took a picture with my phone, so every once in a while I pull it back up, and I just looked at everybody. And, and every time we've done that, uh, whether that's a big service or a big service project, it's you go, wow. I mean, they even like putting lights on the um Whatever in common ground. yeah, common ground. This past Christmas, it's like sometimes everybody's just so worried about doing. I'm I'm putting the roof, you know, the drone comes by and I'm, you know, they're videoing it and I'm on the roof, but I'm going, just look at what we're able to do. That God allows us to do this, that we get a chance to do this, and the kids are playing and smiling, and you know, you're doing a Christmas light project for people in poverty that probably wouldn't do it or couldn't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, don't miss these moments, you know, and I can't wait to see what the next ones are. That's why. I, like when somebody new like you coming in, you see it fresh, you see it different. It's like it's a challenge to all of us to keep appreciating that and go, man, this is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool ride. Even stuff like I was thinking the other day when I was trying to, I was trying to, I was at the 10 o'clock service and, you know, at the 11, I'm at middle school. So I was trying to get through the crowd at the end of the 10 o'clock. And I was like, man, it's taking me like six or seven minutes to get through this stupid crowd to get to where I'm supposed to be. And I was like, but isn't that cool that like one dude at the beginning made this happen? Like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you got to think of Mr. Jesus. Yeah, no, I know. It. Well, and, and but, there was a lot of people that made it happen, but... I, I don't could, think that way often, by the way. Just saying, yeah. I'm not taking the high road, but I was thinking about it. I was like, it is really cool that... Oh, no, it is. Through people's work, yeah. all these people are here to find Christ. Yes. Once again, it, we didn't come in confident. We weren't like, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
man, we're going to do this. We're going to be in the, you know, it was like. Scott, we could do a whole interview just on you because you got actually, that's a whole, you're, wait, uh, this tune in, it's a teaser for Scott's life and his podcast. This is actually oh, your podcast. We're no, it, well, you. because it's, well, it, it goes along with that. I only say that. I mean, it's pretty crazy because you didn't know you were going to be doing that. No. You weren't mm-hmm. really in church at that point. No, I, yeah, that was, I, he asked me this question on Saturday, which I kind of went into that, that Chip, once again, I don't even know, I hadn't spoken to you or Chip or anybody in years. He grew up in the student ministry. Right, right. yeah, I grew up in student ministry, first bojo. I've known Justin Chip 25 plus years, but, well, 20 plus years, I guess. But, uh, don't give your age. Yeah. But he's single. Three one eight. But but Chip called me. A whole lot of love. A whole lot of love, right? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. here. Yeah. But Chip really did call me to be a part of Simple Church and I don't even know we still to this day don't even know how he got my phone number. Cause it wasn't mm-hmm. I had changed numbers. I was living with a girl and on the lake and was not involved in anything at that time. And so let's he, give it up for Chip. Come yeah, on, give it up, Chip. Thank you, Chip. Hey, clap yeah. for Chip. He goes, "Hey, Justin and I are doing this simple church thing. Do you want to be a part of it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And so. the rest is history. history. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I, I say that because you've been awesome as well, Scott. And okay. I think I really am. Th- I'm thankful for the people that you get to get on the ride with because it's been a fun, crazy ride. And if you're thinking about joining a similar church or you're kind of trying to decide if it's something you're going to do, mm-hmm. it's different. There's no doubt about it. But you can't deny when you look at it and go, man, look at what God did in this. Whether that's baptisms or whether that's impact in the community or whether that's impact around the world, that's where I kind of go back and go, man, it's, you know, the methodology as far as whether it's short music or rock music or you know, worship music, you know, whatever, man. But when you kind of look back and go, it goes beyond, it's back to the relationships. It's back to doing life with people that you go, man, that's that's people I want to do life with. That's mm-hmm. that's real. You know, they're going to have fun. They're going to enjoy it. But they're going to cry with me if they got to cry. They're going to walk with me if they got to walk. And we've had, like you said, Colin Scott at that point, you weren't in church. You weren't living for the Lord. We're like, dude, come on, man. Why don't you come on and be a part of it? There may be somebody listening right now is like, yeah, but I'm not very, you know, I'm like, a lot of us hadn't been there. I mean, I didn't know, you know, like when you look at your story, seriously, it's not, and there's people thinking through that, like, I'm not good enough, or I don't know if I could really do that, because, man, you, Simple Church, you'd fit in just right. Because <laughs> I was working night shift, so I would come off of, of Saturday night, LSU, working all right? night at Hospital? LSU, set up Sunday morning stuff, and then I, <laughs> I would go to the video trailer, crawl underneath the table, and sleep. And then they would call me up on stage to do announcements. I'd come do that and then go right back to sleep. That's, that's not that's, a good look. That, <laughs> that's behind the scenes. Where'd that guy go? He's sleeping under the stage. He's sleeping mm-hmm. backstage yep. at Simple Church. But it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's cool. So sure. that would, that's, I hope that answered the question. But I'll listen back and go, you didn't answer that at all. But anyway, next question. I was thinking, you probably don't know this, but mm-hmm. I was actually at a Simple Church service very early on in its uh, actual really? production. I don't know if you... Do you have like a Chick Fil A day or something? Like maybe two or three years into that? Yeah, I, there's possible. no way you think about it. Like ten years back, but it was still in the theaters. I remember that, and I think we came back. Um, this so was we when were, we Papa were, was newly sick. So, so we were able to bring Chick Fil A in on Sunday. We do know Jesus. I know mm. you got that holy <laughs> poultry, y'all. Holy poultry. Yeah. I don't know. How, I don't. I don't remember that, but mm. it probably could have happened. Yeah, I remember Who that. Knows? I was like, here I am. I didn't think then I'd be working there. Yeah, so he just referenced Papa, which for him, Jerry Abels is his grandfather, which 
huge mentor in our lives. I mean, but just a great guy. He led worship at uh, First Baptist Bozier when we were there. Jerry, mm-hmm. great man. man. That's great, my really boy. That's cool J- and uh, you know what I call him, right? J Dog, baby. Oh yeah, which is I, weird because people in Hawaii call me Big Dog. So, oh yeah. yeah. So it's like you and the dog family. Oh yeah. With Randy Jackson. Wolf yeah. Pat. Ho ho. Randy. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Another little question. It What's, is a little question. <laughs> if go, please watch our YouTube channel because watching here. this young guy try to read his own writing is pretty comical. Um, okay, this is one I asked Scott. Is this what you've always wanted to do? And if not, what was your dream job? This is not what you've always. So if you lie right now, God no. knows. <laughs> no, no, this was not at all what I was planning oh, on doing. It was not In lying. fact, I never thought I'd ever work for Simple Church ever. So let me throw that out there. Ooh. But no, hey, no, this was not at all what I thought I'd be doing. So what did you want to do? He's asked you if it's not what well, did you want to do? Because this might be your opportunity to go do it. What well, if somebody's listening? And they go. That's the guy. I've been By the way, for. the rest of the staff is on the other side of the door, yeah. seeing if you quit right now. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm not quitting is. for sure. But well, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be an ambulance driver, not a paramedic, not an EMT. I just wanted to drive the ambulance. That's all I wanted to do. Well, ironically, you were pretty close because you drove a Hillrom truck. I did. You drive but, big trucks every yeah. day. And yesterday, yeah, you said true. that there's something cathartic, I guess, about like. <laughs> Driving around and looking down at you yeah, know. there is. There's something nice about yeah. being in a big truck. But uh, no, what I, I really, what I always wanted to be was a pilot or a lawyer. Is what I always really wanted wow. to be. This is new to me, even. Yeah, I did not take that path in any respect. <laughs> no, but hey, that's all right though. Everybody's yeah. got a dream. Mm-hmm. Your honor. Yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer. My grandmother said I'd be a judge because when I was little, I would stare at people and judge them. So. <laughs> When you were little, yeah. you still do that. What you talking about? Your grandma's alive. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, there's not a lot of gray area with me. It's a lot of black and white. So that's interesting. Okay. That's a whole other pocket. We're going. We're getting off that. Back to other questions. We're trying to get as many questions as we can in. We'll come okay. back to Scott. Scott will have his own exclusive podcast. But I appreciate the little, yeah. you know, insight. I want to be back for that because that sounds fun. Oh yeah, well you tune in. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> be in my ears. Tune in. Tune in. You got YouTube. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me that's a big thing out there. Mm-hmm. I heard they've launched TV now. But anyway, next. What's the other, what else you got? Okay. Uh, what's been the coolest part about working at Simple Church for you? Ooh. Oh, I'd say freedom. I mean, if I were to put it into one thing, I'd say the freedom, man. Just because you can... The one thing, you, you may not agree or like, or but in they've had people work and then go on to do other things and... But the one thing you have is freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can try, you can dream, you can go for, you know, anything that you really want to do if it's within reason, if it's not illegal or immoral. I mean, you could go for it. You could try it. Mm-hmm. This is one example. Scott had this idea for a long time, and I mean, you pay for it. <laughs> you give him all the room. You get and go go for it. And here we are sitting here talking about it. Now it may take us a minute to get there because the pastor don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, it's like you know. But I'm going through. It's like I was. I ate lunch with Jeff Warren today. All right. So Jeff Warren was on our staff, and he had a dream. Uh, and he and he was telling that some guy walked up to the table. Uh, he has this thing called the Dream Hunt. And the guy was like, "Man, I love the Dream Hunt." And blah blah blah. blah. And he goes, and Jeff looks at me, and he goes, "It wouldn't be here without you know Simple Church and whatever." I'm like, dude, you ain't gotta say that. And he's like, dude, it's true. You challenge mm. us to dream to go for it. 
And if I wasn't challenged to dream and go for it, I never would have did it. You know what I'm thinking? That's true. How cool is that, though, that he has a freedom to do it? You know, and you can go for it. Uh, and that's, to me, is I'm thankful for the freedom because it's a gift that, you know, we have every day to be able to do something you love to do and see God use it in a cool way, you know, because mm-hmm. we're pretty much idiots. And so you go, hey, that's pretty cool that God uses idiots. Yeah, no, freedom is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the time you don't. You have a lot of times a lot of rules, a lot of restrictions. You can't do this, you can't do that. I mean, we have some rules. I mean, there are things you can and can't do, but I'd say it's pretty small. <laughs> I mean, there's not a that it's not emphasized no. a lot if you're going, oh, you can't or you. Yeah. It's more like you know, let's enjoy it, enjoy the ride that we're on. Mm-hmm. You know, especially since I've had 26 different jobs, this is the most free. 26, if anything, is too much. Yeah. Anything. So yeah. 26 jobs is. Wow. This is why, once again, tune in next week for the interview podcast with Scott. Part Mm. one of 12. (laughs) We're going to go through all his jobs. Uh, One by one. There could be a Bible written about the life of Scott. Yeah, Mm. he's got it. He's Mm. got some stuff, I promise you. All right, back to the church. Come on, man. People are listening. They want to know. All right. We're going to get into it. Well, uh, we got time. We all right? Oh, yeah, we got time. We are fine. So this one, okay, just whatever. What is your spirit animal? <laughs> <laughs> what mine, is your spirit? No, mine is easy. Yeah. I know this right off. Okay. Yeah. Can we guess? Yeah. Mm, no, I don't want to guess. You go first. I'm not guessing. You know mine, Scott. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you what's, do. what's your dog's name? Vizsla or something? No, no man. Not, I, lo- I love like Vizsla. A... I mean, I love dogs, but I'm not a dog, man. I'm the hawk, son. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah, man. All right. That's yes. the hawk, baby. The hawk. See, because so we had a worship band, the open eyes. We traveled. Everybody, for as long as I, everybody had a name: mm-hmm. the wolf, the bear, the hawk. And really? Daniel's a Simba. Yeah, he was Simba because he was just a little sweet little lion. He's so sweet. <laughs> wow, this is news yeah. to me. Yeah, oh, so, you're like so a tribe of Native Americans. Yeah, so everybody had. Yes, yeah, so everybody had it. You know, you had your. That's the lion, man. That's the bear. That's the hawk. Yeah. But it's little so what is your? I mean, what is yours? Water. Yeah. What is your spirit animal? I don't know. You I don't first. even understand a spirit animal. I don't. Are either. you Native American? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And he's, you're, you're he's wider than any of us. going through all these. I'm like, no. I guess that's a modern thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. You're the bear. He just yeah, said he's I'm the bear. Oto Blanco. Yeah. yeah Oso Blanco. Oso bear. Oso Blanco. Oso Blanco. You, you don't have one. Uh, I'll go. I'll stick with big dog. <laughs> Okay, that's good enough. Yeah. By All the right. way, his dog's name is Cosmo, not Visla. Just no, but the the not the brand. breed. The breed. The br- is. It's a brand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can have a branded dog if you want. Yeah. yeah. It's Visla, right? Visla. Okay. Not Visla. That is the Hungarian hunting dog. By the way, I think it's a crime I've never met y'all's dogs yet. Oh man, I got plenty. We just added two more, so we're the nut what? family with four. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's Don't a whole that's a whole nother issue for another Next podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I mean that's the end of the little black book. Well, you had a lot of stuff written in there to have nothing else in there. Yeah, you gotta have more. East, East, I, I don't. You can. T- what? All right, there let me go. ask you a couple questions then. All right, because you're we're yeah, kind of coming. Questions too. Well, oh, it's no. just kind of coming back. Bring, give me the book again. I got to write some questions. Yeah, no, but like you know, you're trying to figure it out. You're in a gap year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what have you figured out halfway through the gap year? Even if it was just one thing, you go, man, if there's one thing I've learned, because there may be somebody young going, you know, I, I'm kind of trying to figure out what I'm doing too. Um, I'm incredibly happy that I took this gap year. I think that um, while a lot of my friends are super, super successful and, uh, you know, going to college, you know, having a 
kind of a predetermined idea in their mind of what they wanted to do and what they wanted to accomplish. I've also heard a lot of stories, you know, from said friends about other friends are like, you know, I, I'll have a conversation with somebody like, oh, yeah, college is going great. And then somebody else would be like, dude, Did you they're having it? a h- tough time, yeah. man. And um, I think that I really just needed this year to kind of figure out, you know, really what I'm going to be doing for at least the early part of my life. And um, I think that my relationship with Christ has always been something I really it's been important to me and I think that ministry's always been important to me. So I knew I wanted to do it to some capacity. But um I think taking this year and leaning full into it and uh, you know, I think it's cool to have like the joint custody I have with Robin and Evan to do, you know, like big picture kind of ministry stuff and then uh middle school ministry stuff on the side and uh it's just been cool to work in a full time church yeah. and um I definitely think that it's opened to my eyes a lot of to a lot of stuff I wasn't really expecting, and I remember uh, when we had the, our pastor on call. Like, man, I have the worst luck with those. Oh my goodness! See, so you're running all of the. They're letting you experience each and every area. Mm-hmm. Pastor on call is a whole another level. Pastor on call is rough sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that's ministry. It's good though. Like it's. It is tough when you see, you know, when you really are out in the field. And, you know, we go on mission trips and we see, like, man, there's some hard things in Mexico and there's hard things in Rwanda and uh, friggin' Guam or what, I don't know. Haiti, that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, There's tough places all over the world, but in our own backyard, I've seen some of the worst stuff ever. And uh, getting to bring Jesus into those dark places is probably one of the most rewarding things that... I've dealt with. That's cool. And I think b- having said that, I could use some easier pastor on call <laughs> trips because I'm, you know. Well, it doesn't really work that way. You no. know, you don't really know. I was just sitting there thinking. It, it reminded me how much time we have. We really okay on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you got time. Well, because this is this is uh, an insider thing, um, but it may encourage you because okay. you know you're trying to figure out what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always trying to figure that out, and I was trying to figure it out one time too in my life, and I look back and think. I had no idea to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So that you already had enough, you know, like, you know, guts to go, hey, I'm going to go try to take a year off and go look and see. Because the pressure is, you know, you got to go to school and you got to do this and you got to do that. And when you're really trying to figure out what God wants you to do, I mean, there's no really written plan that has to do. You got to kind of figure that out. Because yeah. I look back at my life, it took me 10 years to get out of college. 10. You know, why? Well, I lived in Nashville. I opened up different, you know, retail stores around the country. I, you know, you had all these different experiences. You know, that's your camera, that's your camera one. Camera one. We lost camera one. I was Ooh. like, uh-oh, Ian's starting up his yeah. car in the parking lot <laughs> yeah, or something. Uh, we got carbon monoxide. <laughs> no, but that, when I say, uh, seriously, this is the thing, is I'm proud of you for going, man, I don't want to, you know, fit the regular mold. I don't want to keep doing the same. I'm just going to try it. Because you really don't know. I mean, none of us, I, I don't use my degree. I got a degree in kinesiology. You know, that's the study of... making, right? Yeah, that's yeah. candle. No, that's the study of the body in motion. Mm. Better known as PE coach. That's what that is. But I don't use it. I, I mean, that's the whole, that's the thing. You know, it's like a, it, it doesn't matter. And we were talking to the staff. I think there's only one person on staff, maybe two, that actually their degree, they're using their degree in mm. full-time thing. Not to say that you shouldn't get a degree. You've got a degree. It's very important to have it. You can have it. 
But the other part of it is, is it may just be a piece in the puzzle that's really forming what you're doing in your life. So to kind of figure that out, I got an 18 year old, she's about to graduate. Mm-hmm. I told her the same thing. It's like, listen, man, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You know, God may do something totally different on you, but the pressure is there, man. In this world, golly, everybody's oh, asking, what are you going to do? Where are you going to school? So I get it that you had enough courage, guts to try it and your parents let you. Mm-hmm. says a lot, man. It's Senior cool. year is exhausting. So yeah. like, Props to anybody who's fighting through that right now because, oh, my gosh. I was like, one more person asked me what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? Are you happy being a nail salon person for the rest of your life? Like, let's turn it back on you. Let's talk about your life, okay? Like, I don't wanna, That pressure's no. there. It's yes. scary. And um, I don't know. It's been – this has, for real, been one of the most rewarding years of my life, though. And I think that uh, getting to come out here and work with you – and uh, meet everybody that I've met. And, you know, I, I've only been here, we don't even know how long, but like <laughs> six or seven, eight months. But, uh, uh, you know, I still got a long time left. And I've really, you know, this has been really cool. What What is the timeline? Um, Do you feel like you're, the t- clock is ticking? Are you nervous? Do you I'm kinda, really not nervous. That's good, man. Yeah. You know how me, I, and this would be my personality, I'd be like, okay, I'm seven months in. You know, got to figure it out. You know, well, I'm a yellow, but I'm also a blue. So it's like, it reminds me of when I was first learning to drive. And I was like, oh, I'm excited, but also I'm going to kill somebody. So I'm just kind of living my life and hoping nothing goes crazy wrong. Oh, dude, that but, dude's crazy. You but, need to look up the color study, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, don't know what we're referring nothing to. Y'all. Yeah, they're like, what is colors? There's a Andy Stanley, North Point. I mean, it's a great Bible study. Just but, on uh, your yeah. personality. But, but yeah, you you're a, you know you enjoy having a good time. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a wild card. You never know what <laughs> yes. you're gonna get. A tiger riding lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's just stuck in my mind. Oh yeah, we need to make that a simple yeah. shirt. Sure. Hey, yes. Yeah, that's it. For sure. <laughs> make that. A, put that on a t-shirt and send it to tiger us. Tiger riding lightning. Put stitch oh, that on a so pillow. So crazy. All right, man. What else you got, Scott? Anything before we get? Oh, I just wanted to say that I wish that I'd taken a gap year because hmm. uh, that would have helped me out tremendously. I got. A little pressured, and I also got a degree in automotive diesel industrial engineering, which wow. is a fancy term for mechanic. <laughs> and uh, you know, as you can hear too. from my previous story, yeah. not a very good one. Yeah, I understand. Oh, so could have used yeah. you last night about yeah. two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I definitely wish I'd have taken that time to figure that out. And I think it's great that you're doing that because mm. I think that's important. Because there is that pressure that, oh, gosh, i got to figure it out, and i got to get in here, and if I, if I don't get a degree, I'm not going to make the money, and I'm not going to do this, when really, you know, that, that, all that is, is important, but I think it's more important to figure out where you want to be and what God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for sure. You know what's cool about today's podcast, as I reflect, it's a lot of times it's questions about the church or specific, but I think the thing that kind of, shall I say, resonates with me today mm is it's really about the people. It is. You know, a lot of times people are, you know, you talk about the, you know, the trips or the whatever, but what's cool is like we're focusing on Blake and his year and your little, your story, a little my story. But I think that's the thing people got to understand is like you can be a part of the story, God's story, that he's writing something. And sometimes we want to know, okay, what what what's my role? <laughs> what mm-hmm. part am I playing? Or how? And the truth is, is we discover that. You don't know that. I mean, I look, I'm telling you, I never in my wildest dream thought I'd be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Ever. That was not on my, man, I'm going to grow up and pastor a church one day. So it's weird how, like, right now you're trying to figure that out. And it may be something that's, like, you really thought you are going to be a mechanic. 
And, you know, now he's running a podcast and running lights and doing a great job as a janitor. I mean, there's a lot of things that he does <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> right. what, was your, what was your, uh, the moo? What? The Did moo? we come uh, up Manager you? of operations. Yeah. Manager, yeah, manager your of moo. operations. Personally, I like taking the government stance and saying tra- uh, secretary of transportation. Person, yeah. That's he nice. does that too, though. But, you, but you know, we you joke, Scott, we all... But really, you do play an important role. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're very thankful for it. It would be a lot harder Darn to do that. anything without Scott. Right. Aww. That's the truth. Because you, you have, a, like, and if somebody's not doing that, then it makes it hard on everybody. It's more time. And so it's not easy. You may not always, you know, again, but, understand that value. But. but all of us, and that's another important thing at Symbol Church is because we are small, we are small staff. All of us are multiple faceted. Like we not not everyone, most I say not everyone, mostly everyone has multiple parts of their job mm-hmm. just like me. Like they do other things than just that one thing. Yes, no secretaries. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that kind of trips you out. It's wild. Yeah. Well, cuz some people like if you're new and you call and they you didn't call me back. Did your secretary not tell you? I'm like, "Baby, I ain't got no secretary. That's my bad. I've got too many emails or you know, too many things going on, and it's not quick enough, and I can't manage it all very well. But one of the reasons why, we got a small budget, not a lot of money, so we're just trying to manage it well. And My um, office is across from the secretaries, and I have no idea every day who I'm about to roll up on. Cause <laughs> well, that would be the front yeah, desk receptionist, front. not a secretary. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, See, so I don't even know how an office it's all, works. T- it's all terminology. They took a chance on me. <laughs> My first uh, job title was actually... Legislative executive, which Ooh. means intern at the state capitol. So, Legislative executive? Yeah. Wow. Which means I would file paperwork and run get Uber Eats whenever it <laughs> got there. So They didn't have they didn't like the Uber Eats guy. It was more they had to come with a cooler time. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But uh yeah. I was a building engineer. Mm. I fixed toilets. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. The coolest job title I've ever heard. Uh, we went to the Pentagon, me and my dad, last year. And, by, yeah, by um, the way, his dad, he's pretty big up there. He's a retired colonel now. He's working. Uh, he's a military contractor. Military people never really retire. Yeah. Because I remember uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to be at home all the time. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll yeah. see. We'll see when that happens. <laughs> and... Uh, but yeah, he works harder than anybody I know, and yeah. he's he's really awesome. But we took a trip up to the Pentagon together, and um, this was when I was still thinking about like a job in law or like you know military or something. And um, the there was one dude there. He was probably early twenties, and his official job title, like what he is, was uh, HQI, which means highly highly qualified individual. Which means he was just really smart about a bunch of stuff, and he just kind of came around, pushed up his glasses, and told you things, and that was what he that does. That may be you, Scott. You're uh, HQI. You're an now. HQI. I'm not highly qualified. <laughs> well, yeah, I would I be mind. more like MQI, like middle qualified. Well, anything else? We're at the end of our time. We have time for one more question or anything. We might got anything else. No, 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 this was fun. It was fun. Thank you for being our guest. Today. Absolutely. I'd like Thank fun. you for listening and watching. Yes. Don't forget, we'll be posting about one a week. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we'll be posting on Wednesdays generally. Because yeah. according wow. to all the stuff that I've read, people post on Wednesdays, and that's just what they do. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just that's, that's when you post. That's why you're an MQI. Mm-hmm. Mighty qualified individual. <laughs> Mighty qualified. <laughs>
<laughs> he said, I've done a little research. Yeah. Uh, HQ, I would have said, give us statistics on yes. why that was important. Yes. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, man. Hope yeah. you all have a great day. And join us next week for somebody. Jonah. That's right. Hey, it's Jonah's turn. Another backstage. Yeah, and if, and if you got questions, you can submit them. Can't they yeah. post them? Yeah, then we'll try to answer them. Doesn't mean we're all right. them, but you yeah. can send them if you want to. Yeah. That means nothing. The more we sure would like to see. Yeah. I'm sure I will. Thank you.